Hello, welcome to Appleossy Weekly, Episode 3, when we talk about the latest Apple Tech News Rumors of the Week. Before I get the show started, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay, so you can follow us at Instagram.com slash Appleosophy, which is, which is A-P-P-L-E-O-S-O-P-H-Y, and same, same with the Twitter accounts, too. Okay, so before we get the show going, I'd like to introduce Brom, who's part of the Appleosophy podcast team. Hi there, Holden. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Brom? Good. Good. It's good to join Good. You're feeling a little bit under the weather, but I still made it on the show. Yeah, great. So today, we're, today I don't know if you guys are going to guess what we're going to be talking about, but today we're going to be talking about FaceTime. Yes, the first surprise, thing... Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise, I know. So <laughs> as we're speaking right now, group FaceTime is still down because, Brom, can you explain why group FaceTime is down? Uh, uh, so basically, uh, a 14-year-old kid and his mother... Uh, found a bug within FaceTime. It's actually kind of an interesting story the way this happened. So apparently, um, this the 14-year-old kid was playing Fortnite on his Xbox, and I guess he didn't have Xbox Live hooked up, so he called his friends asking if they wanted to join him in a game of Fortnite. Well, when he added another friend, he realized that he could hear that friend before that friend even answered the call. Yeah, pretty freaky. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, I'm sure you guys have read. If you guys are watching the show, you're you're you've seen the news. Um, basically, if you add yourself to a FaceTime call, a group FaceTime call, you're able mm-hmm. to hear the person on the other end before they even answer. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty scary. So yeah, yeah it it's a huge privacy concern. And right. Apple, everybody's looking at Apple, saying, "Oh, they did the right thing. They shut down the group FaceTime servers right away." So FaceTime is still available. You know. One-to-one yeah. FaceTime. It's Maybe just, FaceTime is still there. Right. It's but just the group FaceTime part. Group FaceTime is down. The servers for it are completely shut down. That happened within hours of of the bug going public. Um, but the bigger conversation is is how Apple handles bug reporting. Because if we look right. at this, we there's, yeah, there's I, I believe it was in... How they handled that, definitely. Yeah. I, I believe it was in New York Times. I guess they talked about it. I be, yes. Yeah. It, it, the mother and son reported this bug to Apple, like days and ago, initially. and they did nothing about it. Yes, and and Apple told them, "We don't take bug reports seriously unless you have a developer account. You need to sign up for a developer account and, <laughs> and file a radar." And I I guess they tried multiple ways of contacting Apple, calling them, even faxing them. That was a funny one. Oh uh, they interviewed the kid about this. He said, "I didn't even know what a fax was, but my you know my mother tried every way to." To contact Apple and let them know what was going on. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. Apple needs to do a better job in the future of handling bug reports. No, I, how they go about dude, doing I this totally is the agree. question. I'm honestly very disappointed how they handled it. Like it honestly doesn't surprise me because it's you know it's Apple, but this shows that hopefully they can improve their bug reporting system in the near future. If you know what I mean. Um, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. How do you yeah. handle this? Because that's a good question. There's a feedback app when you're when you're running a beta, right? On the developer beta or even a public Correct. beta. There's a feedback app where you could file for a bug report. Imagine if everybody in the world had that feedback app on their phone. You'd have <laughs> to weed through so many, you know, bug reports that may not even be bugs. Maybe their phone's just freezing up or they need to restart it. Just you know, mundane things that happen. You know, maybe the app switcher 
closes, freezes, skips a frame rate. You know, you're going to have all these complaints. People, you no, know, definitely people be filing, thing, filing things on there that they should file a Genius Bar appointment for. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so... How do you regulate that? That's the question. You know what? Also, I don't... We don't work for Apple. We just report... We're just Apple fans, and we report news on them. But I really honestly don't know how Apple will handle it. I think... I think what they'll do is maybe they'll put someone on it to, like, investigate and make sure it's, like, a legit bug. Like, again, I'm not too sure how the process works, but uh, maybe they should... I think they should be more serious about how they handle these type of situations. Well, they're... There should be a, a number that you can call or a help center or, or with the uh, something Apple, like that. Or with the Apple support app or like call support. Like Definitely. At least a, definitely. Maybe there, support, there needs to be something. Maybe like a right, support we just, agent can like submit like a, like we, maybe maybe a yeah. support agent can file it for them, I should say. We just we just report the news, but this is a whole this this is a question of, of infrastructure. If there is if this does become available, um how will Apple go about this? If you make it as easy as opening an app and typing something out, mm-hmm. you're going to receive a lot of spam. No, yes. But the way Apple handled it, like the situation, like shutting down group FaceTime, I really think that was a really good call for them to do that because, like, I feel like that if group FaceTime wasn't shut down, everyone was doing this bug, the whole world, the whole FaceTime app would be a mess. And. It's not good business, business well, for Apple. It certainly made it out there, you know, in, in that little window that, that it was. Yeah, I mean, national People news, did have to, to test it, yeah. You know, The Verge was doing it. Bloomberg has a whole video on it. Mm-hmm. So. No, 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 definitely. Um, but, yeah, so the next thing we need to talk about, when is group FaceTime going to be back online and fixed? Well, here's what I got to say. So Apple, um, so Apple a few days ago said that an update will be released later this week. And then now a few, two days ago, actually, no, sorry. On Friday to uh, yesterday, Apple gave out a statement in some news blog saying that, uh, it'll be available next week, not late, not this week. So we can expect. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, uh, right after they shut down the group FaceTime servers, again, group FaceTime no longer available currently as we speak, not available. Mm-hmm. Um, they said we're gonna release a bug fix update um, this this week. They said that on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, yes. Is that Wednesday or Tuesday? Um, I think I it was on Wednesday. They issued I think that. It, I thought it was Tuesday night, but I could be wrong. I like. Okay, Tuesday just, night, Wednesday morning. Did the days go so um, fast for me? I know, not to get into the details, but they it, midweek. Let's just say midweek. Apple issued an update, a PR statement saying. Uh, we're going to issue a software update later this week mm-hmm. um, that's going to fix the fix this group FaceTime bug. In the meantime, we've disabled we've disabled the servers, um, and, and as you know, group FaceTime is still down. We didn't receive an update, so hopefully um, later this week or beginning of next week. So now I want to read the statement Apple sent out yesterday to Mac Rumors. So. Here's what, they said. Here's what they said. We have fixed the group FaceTime security bug on Apple servers and we'll issue a software update to re-enable this feature for users next week. We thank the Thompson family for reporting this bug. We seriously apologize for our customers who are affected and who are all concerned about this, this security issue. We appreciate everyone's patience as we complete this process. We want to assure our customers that 
As soon as our engineering team becomes became aware of the details necessary to reproduce the bug, they quickly disabled group FaceTime and began the work on a fix. We are committed to improving the process by which we receive and escalate these reports in order to get them to the right people fast as possible. We take the, sec we take the security of our product extremely seriously and we are committed to continuing to earn the trust Apple customers place in us. So, yes. Wow. And I believe it'll be iOS 12 point, ooh, what version will it be? They're on 12.1.3, so maybe 12.1.4? 12 12.1.4. Yeah, 4. Yeah. Yeah, because they just released 12.1.3 a few days ago. Yes. So we'll be seeing another update coming to iOS, probably Mac too. Wasn't wasn't this bug on Mac devices too? I don't even use my Mac hardly anymore. I'm all on iOS, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing take is, the, take I'm, the news on that one. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to look into that, but I believe that. I think Apple. I think Apple made a mistake, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we." I think I'm glad they're admitting that they made a mistake in this, and now they're creating a solution to the problem which is what every company should do and they're doing the right thing so i can't really say any so is it a bad thing or a good thing i'm kind of right in the middle of this issue like it's bad it's a bug but the way apple handled it i feel like it's like like the weights are like kind of balancing together yeah well to get back to that real quick we were just talking about software i'm on ios 12.2 beta 1 on all my devices okay so so right uh mm -hmm. beta to fixes some of the FaceTime issues, I'm sure it will by Monday. Oh yeah, they'll probably have a beta out. Yeah, like definitely. But here's the thing: so obviously it's a huge privacy concern, but you know, with a company like Apple, they hold privacy paramount. It's really important to them. Um, no, definitely. So it's a big deal because a lot of people buy into the Apple ecosystem for privacy because they're concerned about privacy. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a big deal yeah um okay so the next thing we'll be talking about is apple releases q1 2019 results okay so apple released its uh -oh. first quarter results for 2019 the first quarter ended on december 29th 2018 which is right after the end of the holiday season so apple reported a revenue of 84.3 billion which is a slight decline of five percent compared to a year ago however it was revealed that the revenue for the iphone Okay, so the revenue for the iPhone, sorry, okay. has declined 15% from the previous year. In other news, okay. uh, all other Apple products and services for Apple rose 19%. Revenue for services for the company reached um, at a high of $10.9 billion. It's all-time high, right? Oh, uh, yes, it's all-time. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And also, uh, let's talk about Mac, revenue tolls for the Mac. Wearables, home products, and other accessories reached an all-time highs of 9.33%. Revenue for the iPad grew by 17%. So here's a little statement by Apple. Okay, we love, like, reading these statements to you guys, so you know what Apple thinks about this. Like, just, like, what they're saying. So here's a statement from Apple CEO Tim Cook. While we okay. were so while it was disappointing to miss our revenue guidance, we managed Apple for the long term. And, and this quarter results demonstrate that the underlying strength of our business runs deep and wide. Okay. And one thing, I was listening to the Q1 call. Um, I was actually listening to it live. And 
I believe they said that a lot of people have had, like, a lot of people have not been upgrading because they've been, they've been fine with their old iPhones like me. Because I have an iPhone 6S. Yeah, you know, it, it, that's a perfect example. We, we spoke about this briefly on our last podcast. Right. A, a lot of people are holding on to their old iPhones now. You have a lot of options when you think about it. Apple had that $29 battery replacement, which was which was a steal. I mean, now it went back to the, the regular price between $50 and $89. Right. Um, so for a while there, you could you could effectively reset your device to, to like it was when you bought it, brand new, um, for $29. So a lot of people were holding on to the 6S, the 7, um, yeah. even no, the 5S. Because I have a 6S, and I, it still runs great. So you have it, so uh, battery not only fixes, it's kind of a self-explanatory number, Mm-hmm. Not only fixes your battery life, not only improves your existing battery life, but also improves your performance. So those two things go hand in hand. And then you tack on um, iOS 12, which is a huge update for performance. I mean, we saw uh, the lock screen unlock up to twice as fast on oh, yeah. iPhone 5S, Dude, or, you iOS know, 12... a phone from 2013. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I got to say, I love iOS 12 this year. And, like, compared to iOS 11, iOS 11 was tra- is trash, in my opinion, because it's just, <laughs> it can never run on anything. But dude, iOS twelve was a game changer in my opinion. Just like yeah, iOS twelve is in iOS twelve is in many ways uh, a, a stable version of eleven. Mm-hmm. Because no. not not too many new features, but it's got some great speed and stability improvements. No, no I totally and, agree. And 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 like you know, like Tim mentioned, you know, they 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 are in it for the long haul. It's it's it would not be unlike Apple. It would not be like Apple to produce products that aren't reliable and that don't last the long term right okay so going back to apple's q1 2019 so just to read so just to read the facts and the statement so revenue between 55 billion and 59 billion gross margin between 37 37 and 38 percent operating expenses were between 8.5 billion and 8.6 billion Wow, and then they said other income expenses of three hundred million, and then the tax rate of approximately seventeen percent. So, um, you know, people were, you know, how Apple sent out Tim Cook sent out the statement a few weeks ago saying that their Q one twenty nineteen expectations will be lower than usual. Um, yes, and I've been watching Apple stock, and actually, Apple stock went up. Uh, yeah, uh, I did they, notice that as well. It went up like $9. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought people would be like freaking out. But dude, honestly... Well, that's you know that's that's just the nature of the market. Right. You know, people people crying, you know, Apple's in danger. Um, All right, you know, people exaggerate. You obviously... I'm really mad obviously about this. Don't know. Yeah. So the thing is, the media made it such a big deal. Like, oh my gosh. Like, like the media made it such a big deal. Like, it should have been. Well, you, you know, here, here's here's the thing. So, um, what was the earnings call originally? Ninety ninety four billion. Um, and they only brought in eighty five billion. I think I thought it was eighty four point three billion because they said it, they reported revenue of eighty four point three billion. Okay, but I, I'm it, sure it, the, the projected was. Yeah, I think that's what I know. Oh, I know the projected yeah. was something was, in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, still a lot of money. Still an unfathomable amount of money. Um, you know, I, 
try to try to picture just a billion dollars sitting in front of you. I mean, it, it's, a, I it's an unfathomable amount of money. So, and sorry to interrupt you, Bron, but as an Apple investor, I have six shares of Apple stock, and just from like I I usually buy shares of Apple like like I usually buy like two shares a year, and I keep it going. But yeah. As an Apple investor, I'm like. I'm pretty satisfied with where Apple is right now. I, I like to see them go up, and if they go down a little bit more, I'm fine because it's Apple. Like it's really hard for them to go out of business, <laughs> dude. Well, that's, I, what, well, that's, that's so kind funny. of that's kind of what we were talking about, you know. Mm. Is it's the nature of the market. So we have the the media crying, you know, Apple's in danger. So the stock goes down while people say, "Oh, this is a great time to get in," you know. And then I feel like most of it was the you media know, teeter totters, you know, each and every way. It's like, like I said, you know, it's, 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 it's the nature of the market. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like some of it was the media's fault for overreacting because I, I, I swear, I read reports saying that Apple's going to go out of business. Apple's going to die. Oh my gosh. The world's going to explode. Apple's going to go away. Uh, what are we going to do? Like, that's, that's like all I saw in the media, like for like, well, the last you, you got to look at from, from their perspective too. They're, they're out there for a story. That's true. Obviously, you know, see, we're, we're right, so a see, pro Apple news media. You see, uh, Apple philosophy, like we want to be honest with people. Okay. We're not going to exaggerate or we don't really want to exaggerate our news too much. Okay. We're honest people here. Okay. I just got to say that right now because like, I swear, I saw some <laughs> stories were saying, saying like. Apple is Apple gonna die? <laughs> like question mark. I'm like, most of it was just clickbait articles. Well, uh, you know, when people saw the saw that PR release uh, statement from Tim Cook, they they kind of took a bunch of self motivated reasons why they didn't like the newest iPhones and mm -hmm. sort of pinned the 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 blame on those things. Like, oh, you know, they they didn't reach this much revenue because of the notch or be. Because of the headphone jack. No, definitely. You know, this and that, and it, and you know, the internet's a fun place. Right. Yeah, it really is. Okay. So yeah, the media exaggerated it, but that's the Here, that's, here's one thing the, I want to mention. That's the beauty of the media. <laughs> here's the one thing I want to mention is so we we were talking about we were talking about uh, you uh, were reading yeah. some of the stats on Apple's Apple's revenue. Mm -hmm. Um. We see the biggest revenue is coming from services, right? Right. Yes. And this makes true. sense because a lot of people Apple has a lot of subscriptions, right? Right. And hey, that, they're they're gonna, they're gonna release more this year. That yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a moment. But think about it. So we have a lot of subscriptions through Apple that are really appealing, right? We have Apple Music, uh, iCloud storage, right? Uh, things like that. In the consumer's eyes, you know, it's 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 it's, it's very appealing. So. Mm -hmm. We see services are their biggest revenue. Now, if you look at Apple from the beginning, Apple in many ways was a software company to begin with. I mean, obviously, the design of the first Macintosh was great, right? Some right. people thought. I thought it was good. But, <laughs> but PCs were still king back then. Okay, so if you think about this, people were coming to the Mac for its graphical interface. That's what was breakthrough, really breakthrough about this, right? Right. People were coming to the Macintosh for its graphical interface. So Apple, in many ways, was a software company. When the hardware starts catching up to the software, you know, we kind of see, um, you know, where Apple was back around, you know, when the first iPhone came out. Mm -hmm. That was a good example. Um, the hardware starts catching up to the software. Apple becomes a hardware company. iPhones finally saturate the market. They're ubiquitous now, right? You see them yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. iPhones, iPads, 
Um, you know, even the Macs have taken a step up as far as hardware. No, and now definitely. Apple's sort of shifting okay, its way okay, toward gonna, becoming a service business. Right. So, sorry, I don't mean to, inter like, interrupt you and, like, change the topic, but I just got to get this out of the way. I just got to say that I really need to see the iMac get an update this year, like, design-wise. No, no processor, no, like, processor changes, no, like, extra stuff. I just need, I need, a, I need to see a updated, like, good design. Same with the Mac Pro. For the Pro or the, the oh, regular one? Oh, the regular one. The iMac. Just the regular iMac. I think they could do some pretty amazing things when you think about I it. I think they could. The dude, leaps just... and bounds they've been making as far as making displays thinner and things like that. Real right. We could see a, a, a truly um, almost paper-thin iMac, I bet you. Mm-hmm. No. Dude, like, one thing I want to see is, like, thinner bezels. Like, have you seen those, like, concepts? I forgot what concept artist, but have you seen those, like, thin bezel designs? Yes. Like, like I, I want to see that, because that seems so Apple. That seems like something Apple will definitely do after you release a new well, iMac just, design. Just take a look at where we're headed here. I mean, look at how thin iPads are now. Oh, Apple's no, yeah. considering uh, bringing SSDs um, and... Uh, uh, it, it, mobile chips to uh, desktops and laptops. And just imagine how thin and portable things are going to become. I don't know if that matters with the desktop, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just aesthetics, aesthetic-wise. Yeah. Oh, another thing to mention, Mac Pro. We need to see a Mac Pro this year. I just got to get, like, like, Apple's confirmed that they're working on one. But I like to see that. Be well, they're always working on one, just like they're working on a pro display and oh. air power and all air this. Power. <laughs> What's air power? <laughs> Where power? Where power? I power. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Speaking of air power, I need to see that release this year. It's been overdue <laughs> for. Like, I almost forgot what, what air power is now. What is it, bro? Oh, it's a, it's a wireless charging mat. It is. Ooh. Yeah. Where does it say on Apple's website? I want to learn more. Oh, you, you won't find it there. <laughs> well, if I look on the AirPods page, I see an I see some I see a little hint on there. Yeah, you'll find a picture of it, not much more. <laughs> you see, these things are just sometimes these situations like these are pretty hilarious. Yeah, Apple we opened did. that can of worms on the last episode, so. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, mean, wait, we'll move you, on. You mean the first episode we did? Because yeah. I had Chris come in and do the second one. Yeah, the last the last week. Yeah. yeah. Okay, back on topic. Okay, so the next thing we're gonna be talking about is um, we're gonna be only talking about this for a little bit, like a few minutes, but we're gonna be talking about Apple Pay. So. Ooh. Okay, so Apple Pay is rolling out to Target stores. So our writer David Becker, um, he. He has found some tw Twitter evidence that Target is rolling out Apple Pay to its stores. So if you oh, go to, very cool. So if you go to Target, like let's just say like right now, there is a chance that it'll support Apple Pay, but again, they're still rolling it out. But at some Targets now, they accept Apple Pay, so that's pretty cool. Here's the thing. I gotta, I gotta mention this. Yes. Yeah. I need to get this off my chest. Okay. Target is supporting, and most of the Targets are they're rolling out Apple Pay, right? Right. Supporting Apple Pay. Very cool. Very nice. Their red cards, their new ones, are NFC, and yet they're still not rolling out NFC support for the red card on Apple Wallet. What oh, gives, Target? 
That's in- yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to do it. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. The but, cards themselves have NFC. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, um, but if you want to learn more about Apple Pay being accepted at Target Stores, you can visit AppleOffice.com for more information. But um, and also Apple Pay's rolling out to Taco Bell. Uh, oh yeah it's coming out to taco bell i believe and some others that'll make my impulse decisions even easier holden no yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no one ever goes there by choice right i haven't been to taco bell in a long time (laughs) it's good going in in the way out yeah okay so um where where else is apple pay coming like i read it's coming to where is it coming bro do you know because I know it's coming uh, to more services. Yeah, they had a whole list of, of stores that it's coming to. Coming to. Um, yeah, if you guys want to learn... I don't have the list in front of me right now. Yeah, I don't have it with me either, but if you guys want to learn more where, the, um, where Apple Pay is going to be coming soon, you can visit com or Apple Newsroom, apple.com slash newsroom. Uh, they usually have that posted there. Um, but yeah, again, I'd like to give a special thanks to at, uh, I don't know how to pronounce your username, but at Y-A-R-T-C-T-L-S-34. Um, he's the person who uh, sent us the picture of the card reader. Um, he's actually a Target employee, and he sent us a picture. So uh, thank you for sending that photo to us. That does cool. give us a sign that Apple Pay is coming to Target. I, I actually have it right here, Holden. Okay. Okay, so, so we right. have... You, yeah, what's the list? So we have Target... Couple stores I don't even know on here. Speedway, <laughs> okay. uh, Best Buy, uh, High V. Finally, High V. Okay, isn't High V uh, like a store in Iowa or something like that around yeah, the area? Yeah, yeah. Okay. David, our David Becker used to work there, our writer. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack in the Box, Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, Costco, Safeway, Walgreens, Chevron, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy John's. Uh, another big one. That was Wait, one I should have mentioned. Ooh, I love. Yeah. Do you like Do you like Jimmy John's? I love that place. Yeah, yeah. me too. I haven't been there in a while, but man, that place is so good. Seven Eleven is on there as well. I thought they accepted that Seven Eleven for a while. I guess maybe that was just well, a few it's, stores. I read an article on it at Seven Eleven. It's coming back to me now. Um, it's in, it's available at ninety ninety five percent of Seven Eleven stores right now. Oh, and so they're, they're just planning on rolling it out to the rest of them. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'm glad that Apple Pay's rolling out. I've actually been using Apple Pay more recently, and I gotta say it's it's it's, it's great. And yeah. Okay, so guys, the next thing we're we'll talking about is Apple Music. Okay. Uh oh. So no, it's a good thing. Why you say? It's a good thing. No, it's a good thing. Okay, listen to this. Okay. So Apple Music is coming to American Airlines. Uh, so they launched it yesterday to American Airlines flights. Oh, this is a good thing. So, I remember this. Right. So yesterday, Apple Music. So yesterday, Apple announced that Apple Music will be coming to American Airlines. So Apple Music subscribers can enjoy their access to music, playlists, and music videos on any domestic American Airlines flight. All right. But the only thing is it has to be equipped with, a, with satellite Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. But so... the benefit from this is no Wi-Fi purchase is required for this. So, yeah, I, I think this is really cool. What do you think? I was thrilled when I read this, to be honest with you, because yeah, me too. I, I, I went on a flight, it was a four-hour flight last fall, 
and I, you know, all I wanted to do was listen to Apple Music, but I had to pay for the in-flight Wi-Fi. And it's like, so. how much is it like? How much is in-flight Wi-Fi these days? And it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To what more than it should be? Then these satellite like not know, enough, not enough for me to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll download them when we land, right? Next time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, I'm going to read the statement what Apple said. It's a little bit long, so I'll try to make it like nice. Okay, okay take so take breaths and drink water, Holden. Oh, I have no water with me. Oh wait, I'm looking down right now. I have like a water bottle on the floor, so it's my emergency it's my emergency water. Okay. So <laughs> here's so here's what Apple Newsroom has posted. For most travelers, having music to listen on on the plane is just as important as anything they pack in their suitcases. Said Oliver Susan. How do you pronounce his name? Susaner, S H U S S E R. Susaner. Susaner. Okay, I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but he's the vice president of Apple Music. But he said that with addition of Apple Music on American Airlines, uh, flights, uh. We are excited that customers can enjoy their music in more places. Subscribers can stream all their favorite songs and artists in the air and continue to listen to their personal library offline, giving them everything they need to truly sit back, relax, and enjoy their flight. All right. It, so so, so to clar- let, let's clarify, Holden, that it is only available, currently available, on American Airlines right. flights. I can, with, I, I can with, see it. With satellite Wi-Fi. Uh, correct. And then it'll be rolling out to other airlines very soon. That's correct. what it says at the end of the press release. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. So I wonder what airlines will support. Great, wonderful, next, wonderful future ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see that coming. So next time I'm on airplane, you'll know what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so another thing to talk about now. We're gonna be talking about today at Apple. Okay, so here's the thing. Apple adds new today at Apple sessions. Okay, so so Apple has announced that there'll be 50 new today at Apple sessions. Today at Apple are held at Apple stores, if you guys don't know, but it's it's a place where people can like learn and like how to do things such as edit photos, tech support, edit music, coding, along many of those along as like other activities. But Apple has announced that they're doing more today at Apple uh, sessions, like, like oh, so. So basically, they're they're classes, you know. It's kind of, yeah. Like, they're they're doing more like, type of classes, fifty. Yeah, more. like video production, uh, photography, mm-hmm. sketching, things like that, and they're free to anyone who who shows up who has an Apple product, right? Oh right. Yeah. But, so yeah. this is interesting too because so this is a great conversation because. If you take a look at Apple's last couple keynotes, they're you they're really trying hard to push this whole today at Apple thing. No, yeah. Uh, as a way to establish greater value in the Apple brand. Mm-hmm. So it's like our product may be three hundred dollars more, but you get, you know, thousands of hours of free training. Yeah, kind right of at like your a local ben- Apple store, I guess you can say you know? kind of like a little benefit. Yeah, it's a benefit, a benefit of joining Dude, with I us. I think people that don't even own Apple products can probably do it. It doesn't need to have an Apple ID on file. Yeah, very. It's, I'm saying very true. You, it, it's, and then in that case, it's a sales pitch. Yeah. You come to a photography session. You don't own the latest iPhone. Oh well, the newest one has portrait mode. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. So. Yeah. Interesting. 
discussion. No, 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 yeah. And I never, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, I never tried to get Apple, but from the reviews of it, I, I've been hearing positive things about it. And I really like how the new Apple Store design gives people... So what Apple's trying to do is they're trying to become... Apple, what Apple's trying to do to their stores is they want to be more than just a store. They want it to be a relax, like, they want it to be a learning, like, a learning environment or, like, a, like, a place yeah, to sit it, down and do work, like Starbucks, like. Yeah, an environment that, that fosters creativity and that has the resources that enable you to. Right. To let those ideas run free, learn new things. That's what's really great about today at Apple. You know, they are free sessions and they, they with, with the things that you learn, it empowers you to use the product in in ways you didn't know you could before. Right. So it's a, it's a really really neat benefit. No, I think it's a good benefit too. Um, but yeah, what's also cool about today Apple is they also sometimes do like special music events. So they like hire like they get like local artists and stuff like that to like come and like sing at the Apple Store or play or whatever like that. Um, yeah, that's part of it too. You get concerts and things like that. So yeah, it like, really become I, a, I believe, a hangout spot. Right, and like especially in new like New York, Chicago, like the big like the big Apple stores. I hear they have a lot of those, and those type of Apple stores. So that's pretty cool. I haven't seen I haven't seen like a sh one of those shows in my local Apple store, but I'm sure they've done it before. Like, I'm pretty sure they've done it before. But uh, Brom, have you seen any like any of these shows in your Apple in your Apple stores before or no? I I actually I haven't I haven't been to to. Uh any app, app today at apple sessions or shows or anything like that okay. my my local apple store hasn't even been updated to the newest design so. <laughs> oh okay my bad yeah, yeah. still still rocking the, the 2008 vibe so. yeah mine's rocking the 2018 vibe um <laughs> that's awesome but yeah the apple store I, we have in austin is called apple the domain north side and it's a really beautiful store it has a huge display that's nice right yeah and speaking of speaking of Austin, Texas, Apple is going to also release like a new camp. They're, they announced that they're expanding their Apple campus in Austin. And I actually been to their campus before. It's really nice. Um, but I got to, um, I got two of their campus. You know the pizza box at the Apple, like Apple the Apple Design Pizza Box. Yeah, the Cafe Max. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I actually got to like use one of those. At, That's cool. But do yeah, and Apple Sushi is called uh, so Apple Sushi is called designed by is called uh, designed by Apple in California roll. So it's all like um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a really unique name. Yeah, I was I have been to uh, Apple's visitor center uh, oh, a yeah? couple times. Yeah, the the new the new visitor center in Cupertino. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 it looks really nice. Like, do you do you have your like merchandise? Like any of the Apple Park merchandise? Of course, of course I do. Yeah, I have shirts and uh, lots of stuff. Got a, got a few watch bands while I was there. Nice. Yeah. Um, do you have any of the Hermes bands or anything like that? Because those are pretty expensive. Uh, I have one. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I don't have. All I have is sport bands, and I, I sold my nylon band because I never use it. I, you know, the, the nylon band, I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me. It, yeah. It, it's really comfortable. Great. That's cool. Okay. Um, Brom, do you have any stories to, uh, sh do you have any stories you want to share with us in today's show? Because I have one more thing. Um. 
No, I think we can move on to the next thing. Okay, next thing. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Okay. <laughs> so the next thing to be talking about is Apple Entrepreneurs Camp. A two-week program for professionals in app development kicks off today. So a few days ago, Apple has started their 11 all-female app development com- uh, companies to start the day off with us with this session of <coughs> camp. So basically what it is, it's like this little like uh, program for like Apple entrepreneur developers. And basically, yeah, it's interesting. It's for I women. Heard about Sorry, that. I, I don't know if I made it clear, but it's for women. So it's it's, okay. it's an all female app. Devel- it's like it's all female and stuff like like. I think it's really cool that Apple's starting to do that uh, more, cause dude, female developers like it's it's kind of it's really cool to see, uh, that kind of go up. Like you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, like, it, starting, it's, we're starting to see that more. It's always been there. I I just think that they were. Uh, a, a lot of groups, you know, right. not, it doesn't necessarily have to do specifically uh, with women, but a lot of diverse groups mm-hmm. uh, were not were underrepresented right. in the developer community, um, uh, discriminated against in some cases, and so you know to see this that, that Apple's uh, becoming a part of these efforts. Sorry about that. You hear my dogs? <laughs> yeah, I hear your dogs. <laughs> your dogs are loud. Yeah, they're they're really passionate about women and technology. I, I guess that's a good thing. They love it. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Brom, Brom, you're not the only one that has that happened, okay? My Alexa went <laughs> off in the middle of the show, and it was like, I thought I was. I that's was, your fault, though. I know. I thought I was like, I thought I was screwed. I had to like edit the whole episode, but I actually left it because like it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I do want to mention, I didn't want to mention this, I forgot, but. Oh uh, yeah. So so during Apple's keynote. Right. This is this is really cool. Someone noticed this. Someone picked this out. I'm gonna give him a shout out. Michael Steber from Nine to Five Mac. I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter, but you should. Great news source. Great uh, uh, Apple news. So he pointed out that during the Apple keynote, uh, the 2018 iPad keynote last fall, mm-hmm. Apple said we're launching over 60 new sessions uh, for today at Apple. Well, when these sessions finally came out, Apple's PR release says we launched over 50 new sessions. Mm, okay. So what happened? What happened to the other the other 10? I think maybe, maybe, maybe they're keeping them or like I don't know. I feel like Apple stores get like the choice to pick them, honestly, because I feel like they have like the store managers like pick out pick them out. I'm not too. sure. I'm just saying, holding like maybe they're chilling in the closet somewhere with their power. <laughs> chilling in the know? closet. There's there's some Apple stores that say uh, on their individual pages say Apple's offering offering 58 new sessions. Really? So we have 60, 50, and 58. So how many new sessions are there really? The so, world may never know. No, that's just that's just estimate. Just say 55. <laughs> well, you know, we did, did well, okay. How many is this? If 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 I go to college and say how many courses do you offer, they're gonna say, oh yeah, you know. Um, six. We offer sixty courses, mm-hmm. but over fifty, maybe sixty-eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. It's, it's a little. It's, a little it's weird. just a little unclear. Okay, so we're wrapping up. We're gonna wrap up this episode. Okay, so I just want to say um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, episode three is a little bit short today, um, but it's been loaded with a lot of cool Apple stuff, um, a lot of good Apple news, Apple goodies. Um, but I just like to let you guys know. 
that be sure to check out our website uh, on appleosophy.com. Uh, view us. You can uh, we we post news on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay, um, but Instagram.com/slash/appleosophy. Be sure to check us out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And if you guys are new to the show or want to learn um, where else you can listen to the show, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're coming soon to Pandora. Ooh. Uh, yeah, we're on Spotify now. We're on Amazon Alexa now. Uh, what else are we on? I'm, oh, we're on, uh, what's that? Oh, I think it's called Snitcher. Stitcher? Yeah, Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're on Stitcher. And uh, we'll be coming to more platforms very soon. Um, very good. Oh, and of course, Apple Podcasts, where most of you guys are probably listening to. So Hopefully, right? Hopefully, yeah. After look at the, if I look at the statistics, I, like... <laughs> Like number, I think Apple Podcast comes in like second place. Okay, what's but, first? Yeah. YouTube. First is other because to stream, oh, like okay. the audio. Yeah, it's hard to explain. I'll get into it later. Okay. All right, but thank you guys for listening. This is uh, Holden from Appleosophy, founder CEO of Appleosophy, and Brom today. Uh, thank you, Brom, for joining today's episode. Thank you so much, Holden. It's, it's always good to talk with you. Yeah, it's great to talk. Really with good you news too, this week. No, definitely. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you guys to uh, all the Appalachian writers. I'd like to give a shout to all the Appalachian writers for their hard work this week. Um, but if you guys listen to the show, be sure to visit our website at Appalachian.com because we have a we have a great group of writers that post the latest Apple news. So if you're if you're ever looking for Apple news, visit Appalachian.com. Thank you guys for listening, and have an awesome week. Bye guys.